0: Do 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 do
1: welcome to daily show podcast your podcast source for movie and tv related news
2: it's december 14th 2018 i'm shannon
1: and i'm michael how was the weekend box office
2: it was pretty low due to the fact that there were no new wide releases ralph breaks the internet stayed in the number one spot with 16 million
1: in second place dr seuss's the grinch in its fifth weekend for a weekend gross of 15 million
2: creed 2 was in the third spot with nine almost 10 million
1: fantastic beasts 2 was in fourth place with about 7 million in its fourth weekend
2: and bohemian rhapsody was in fifth place with another 6 million so they were in the exact same order as last week
1: i think it was i think i saw that it was the worst weekend of the year
2: yeah but i saw that november was the third biggest november of all time
1: so that's pretty good
2: So do we have any movies opening and wide release this weekend?
1: Yes, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales becomes a Spider-Man of his reality and crosses paths with his counterparts from other dimensions to stop a threat to all reality. Directed by Bob Persichetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman from a screenplay by Phil Lord and Rothman. Features the voices of Shameek Moore, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld, Mahershala Ali, Brian Tyree Henry, Lily Tomlin, Nicolas Cage, and Liev Schreiber.
2: Phil Lord with no Chris Miller?
1: Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Hmm. Maybe he's, maybe just one of them's credited, but they both worked on it. I thought they both worked on it.
2: This is doing great with the critics. It's at 98% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got a lot of reviews already, 176. Only three rotten out of all of those. I did not know this was going to be this good. Now I really want to see it. Me too. Also out in wide release, Mortal Engines. In a post-apocalyptic world where cities ride on wheels and consume each other to survive, two people meet in London and try to stop a conspiracy. Directed by Christian Rivers, with a screenplay by Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, and Peter Jackson. Based on the novel of the same name by Philip Reeve. Stars Hugo Weaving, Hara Hilmer, Robert Sheehan, Ronan Raftery, Lila George, Patrick Malahide and Stephen Lang. Oh bummer! This one's only at thirty-one percent. Not too good. The special effects looked pretty amazing. I don't know. It was a weird, weird idea. Kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, it's too bad. I think that I think it said there are like four novels in the series, but they're probably not going to make another one of these unless it does really well. I guess it's possible.
2: It 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 might just because it looks cool, even with the you know bad reviews. Mm. We'll
1: see. The Mule, a 90-year-old horticulturist and World War II veteran, is caught transporting $3 million worth of cocaine through Michigan for a Mexican drug cartel, produced and directed by Clint Eastwood, who also stars in the lead role. The screenplay is by Nick Shank, based on the New York Times article, The Sinaloa Cartel's 90-year-old Drug Mule, by Sam Dolnick.
2: This one's at 63%, so it's not bad, it's fresh.
1: Not as good as Spider-Man, though.
2: Yeah, no. I gotta say the trailer looked a little, I don't know, heavy, a little schmaltzy. Out in limited release, The House That Jack Built. The story follows Jack, a highly intelligent serial killer, over the course of 12 years and depicts the murders that really develop his inner madman. This one's at 61%. I don't know. Sounds weird. Matt Dillon's in it. And Uma
1: Thurman. If Beale Street could talk, a woman in Harlem desperately scrambles to prove her fiancé innocent of a crime while carrying their first child.
2: This one's at 92%, so might be better off with this one. And finally, Once Upon a Deadpool, a re-edited PG-13 version of Deadpool 2.
1: And this is the one that has...
2: Fred Savage.
1: Fred Savage.
2: Yeah, reprising his role from A Princess Bride, sort Sort
1: of. of. That could be funny.
2: It looks funny. It's only at 48%. What was the original uh, Deadpool 2?
1: I would guess it would be higher than that, but... This didn't even seem to have its own entry in IMDb. It just went... Eighty-three percent. Yeah.
2: Why... What could they have done to it? I guess people just, just really the... like
1: the violence and the, the language <laughs> or I whatever they took not. out of it. I
2: uh, don't know. It seems like a fun way to make it accessible to little kids. I don't know. Any news?
1: Pixar's next film in the works after Toy Story 4 is called Onward and is set to star Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Octavia Spencer, according to Deadline. Dan Scanlon, who directed Monsters University, is directing the film, which is set to hit theaters on March 6th, 2020, and centers on two teenage elf brothers who embark on a quest to discover if there is still a little magic left out in the world. I'm sure we'll see this one.
2: Yeah, sounds like it could be cute. Sesame Street will be introducing its first homeless Muppet. Lily is seven years old and her family is quote unquote staying with friends on Sesame Street after losing their home. Sesame Workshop said in a statement, Lily was originally introduced in 2011 when her family was struggling with hunger. Sesame Workshop also said in the statement, Unfortunately, Lily's path is common for many children experiencing homelessness. Ooh. It's pretty
1: dark. For comingsoon.net, Netflix has greenlit, I am not okay with this from director Jonathan Entwistle and the producers of Stranger Things. Based on the Charles Forsman graphic novel, I Am Not Okay With This is a coming-of-age story about a teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school, all the while dealing with the complexities of her family, her budding sexuality, and mysterious superpowers just beginning to awaken from deep within her.
2: According to Deadline, the popular radio show podcast, Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, is headed to television. NBC Universal Cable Entertainment's Wilshire Studios has teamed with storied, media group to develop a TV series based on a long-running NPR program. The TV adaptation will be an hour-long current events trivia game featuring three celebrity panelists who will compete in a series of comedic challenges, earning points as they correctly answer questions about the week's news. The panelist who earns the most points will earn a cash prize for the charity of their choice. A host for the TV version has yet to be announced. You ever listen to this?
1: I feel like maybe once, but it's not one of the shows I, I listen to. I always
2: hear ads for it, and I've yeah. never I've never actually given it a listen. It sounds like it could be funny.
1: It could be. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Netflix is teaming with the family of the late Selena Quintanilla to tell a life story of the Tejano music legend. Netflix has given a straight-to-series order for Selena the series, which it describes as a coming-of-age story. A premiere date and episode count have not yet been determined. Also unclear is if episodes will be an hour or half hour in length.
2: Deadline reports HBO has greenlighted *Gorilla and the Bird, a new limited series from Jean-Marc Vallée, the director slash executive producer behind the network's Big Little Lies and Sharp Objects. Vallée is set to direct and executive produce the project based on Zach McDermott's book, Gorilla and the Bird, a memoir of madness and a mother's love. Gorilla and the Bird is described as an inspirational tale of a mother's unconditional love for her bipolar son.
1: According to Variety, the Mandalorian cast now includes Giancarlo Esposito, Emily Swallow, Carl Weathers, Omid Abtahi, Carl Weathers, and Werner Herzog. Isn't he a director? Yeah. I didn't know he was an actor. Uh, I didn't well. know
2: either. Interesting
1: cast. That's an, It is an interesting cast.
2: Yeah, it's all over the place. I can't wait to see this. Per The Hollywood Reporter, the trial of the Chicago 7, which was to be directed by Aaron Sorkin and start production in February, has been shut down due to budgetary concerns. Sources say Amblin is still committed to the project and will regroup with Aaron Sorkin to redevelop the film. It's crazy. I mean, I just read that they put it on hold because of his schedule and then but that was from a different source and now the Hollywood reporter says it's budgetary concerns uh, that's yeah weird I don't know it seems like this movie's never gonna happen he wrote the script like 10 years ago or something now yeah
1: wow it's a long time ago yeah Stephen Yoon will start in an episode of Jordan Peele's The Twilight Zone according to The rap. he will start in an episode titled The Traveler and that's Glenn from The Walking mm-hmm. Dead
2: yeah there's a lot of good stars gonna be in one episode of that show According to The rap, Joel McHale has been cast as Starman in the upcoming DC Universe series Stargirl. Starman is one of the members of the Justice Society of America. McHale's version of the character is based on the Golden Age version of Starman, whose real name is Sylvester Pemberton. Angelica Washington was also cast in a mystery role. He's no Jeff Bridges. No. That's my star, man.
1: According to Variety, Dr. Strange director Scott Derrickson has signed up to return for the sequel.
2: According to The Wrap, Chris Messina is in talks to play Victor Zazz in Birds of Prey.
1: Sterling K. Brown is in negotiations to start in The Fence based on the true story of Michael Cox, an African-American undercover cop who was mistaken for a suspect and brutally beaten by his own force following one of the largest police chases in Boston history.
2: Jake Gyllenhaal is attached to star in a remake of The Guilty, Denmark's foreign language Oscar entry. They're quickly making an American remake.
1: Netflix has ordered a new anime in the acclaimed franchise Ghost in the Shell, which will hit the streaming service in 2020.
2: Disney is currently developing Sister Act 3 for its upcoming streaming service, Disney+.
1: I'm waiting is, for it.
2: This is the least exciting news of anything for Disney+, Plus so far.
1: <laughs> Warner Brothers has announced that they are developing a movie based on DC comic character Plastic Man.
2: Jodie Whittaker, who is Doctor Who's 13th Doctor, has confirmed she will be returning for the show's 12th season. So they've had more Doctors than seasons? Some seasons were split between multiple Doctors?
1: I think that they, there's like a reboot or something, so she's the 13th Doctor going back to like the 70s or the 60s when it started but i guess the 12th season is since it got rebooted in the early 2000s or whatever.
2: Oh. Yeah, i was com- that makes i was confused sense.
1: about that for a second too, but yeah, it's it's had more than 12 seasons, i'm pretty sure.
2: Okay, gotcha.
1: Avengers Endgame release date has been moved from May 3rd to April 26th.
2: Yeah, that was revealed on like a poster or something. They had originally announced May third, so didn't they do that with the last one? I was May gonna say it sounds familiar.
1: Yeah. Like maybe But they, they
2: made a bigger deal out of it then.
1: Yeah, well it was a big thing, like Robert Downey Junior was yeah. like, Can you move it up? And they're like, Okay yeah. <laughs>
2: So they they did the same thing, but they didn't make a big deal out of it this time. What came to streaming services this week?
1: On Netflix, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, A Midwinter's Tale. As the winter solstice approaches, Sabrina orchestrates an emotional seance with serious consequences, and Susie's merry plans turn menacing.
2: Roma is finally coming to Netflix. This film from Oscar winner Alfonso Cuaron chronicles a tumultuous year in the life of a middle-class family in Mexico City in the early 1970s.
1: The Fix. Comedians Jimmy Carr, D.L. Hughley, and Katherine Ryan tackle the world's woes with help from a rotating crew of funny guests and funny actual experts.
2: The Innocent Man. Based on the true crime bestseller by John Grisham, the six-part documentary series, The Innocent Man, focuses on two murders that shook the small town of Ada, Oklahoma in the 1980s and the controversial chain of events that followed.
1: So is this part of the Grishamverse or not yet?
2: I don't think so. Uh, that's that's on Hulu.
1: Yeah, that's, that's why I said probably not. <sighs> no. But you never know. Fuller House Season 4.
2: Dance and sing with true songs.
1: Inside the Real Narcos.
2: Travelers Season 3.
1: Voltron, Legendary Defender, Season 8. I think that's the last season of that. Oh. I gotta get gotta get through Are that. Are you
2: guys still on, like, Season 2?
1: Or, like, on Season 1, I think so. <laughs> oh no.
2: know. Amazon got Before I Fall, Collide, and LOL, Last One Laughing, a Prime Original Series, Season 1.
1: That's not what LOL stands for. <laughs> on Hulu, Deck the Halls, I Am Not a Serial Killer, NASA Above and Beyond, and Shelly.
2: Out on DVD and Blu-ray, The Equalizer 2, Smallfoot, and Peppermint.
1: On digital, Venom, A Simple Favor, Night School, and White Boy Rick. So last week we asked, what's your favorite Chris Columbus directed movie?
2: Home Alone 1 was 64%. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came in second place with 21%. And then came Mrs. Doubtfire and Home Alone 2 with 7 and 8%. I'm kind of surprised anything besides Home Alone got a single vote. It's disappointing.
1: I'm not surprised that Sorcerer's Stone got votes, but I mean, still, Home Alone came. well above any of the other ones and that's the way it should be so this week in honor of spider-man into the spider-verse coming out we're asking who is the best spider-man Peter Parker
2: Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland
1: I mean I'm gonna go with Tobey Maguire but I mean they all they're all fine I guess you know
2: do you think he'll run away with it
1: I think a lot of people don't like him as Peter Parker like fans of the comic books why I don't know. They didn't think he fit whatever the Peter Parker character. I feel like I heard that criticism. I don't. I'm not a fan of the comics. I really don't know what the issue is. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. I don't
2: know. He was the most charismatic so far.
1: I don't think Peter Parker's supposed to be charismatic, is he?
2: Yes, he's supposed to be like a cute nerd. That's as far as I understand it. Like a very endearing nerdy nice guy he was probably
1: just too cool i guess toby mcguire come on toby mcguire's <laughs> not
2: that cool he's <laughs> exactly. i don't know he's a perfect peter parker for me i don't
1: know well that would be my vote
2: andrew garfield might be too cool
1: yeah he's also the most unnecessary peter parker <laughs> so i would guess that it would be between toby mcguire and tom holland but we'll see yeah. let us know what you think daily show pod on twitter We'll discuss the results next week.
2: And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time.
1: Daily Show on, Daily Show off.